Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Hey there, sunshine. Welcome to the Power on Plants podcast. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel, and we're absolutely head over heels for whole plant foods and helping you navigate this incredible plant-based journey. That's because our lives have been completely changed by plant-based goodness. We used to struggle every day with excess pounds and low energy, vascular disease, joint pain, and lack of sleep, just to name a few. And even though we're medical professionals, we still weren't getting practical answers that actually worked. So we dug into the research, we started living what we learned, and now we both have our lives back. And that's what we want for you too. The truth is you can do this and it's not hard. You just need a way that will bring real and lasting change. And that path, it has to be simple and enjoyable and it's got to be delicious too. So are you ready to live your life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place because living without limits, that's what Power on Plants is all about. So pull up your chair, grab a matcha latte and let's get started. Hey, Sunshine, welcome back. This is the fifth episode in the audio series that we're doing that's all about how to heal your body naturally in a way that you enjoy with whole plant foods. We want you to know if you have not heard episodes one through four, you've got to go back and listen to those. They are filled with so much great information and also our backstory about how do we get started on this journey and why is it working for us and why is it working for so many other people? And we're talking now about specifically the strategic steps you need to take in order to heal. And we're going to talk about what that takes today. But right now we're in the third step of our success path. That's the signature system that we've created that helped us to get from exhausted and barely surviving the day to being able to have the energy to do all the things we want to do in life. I mean, that's what it's all about, really. It's not about how do I heal this disease or how do I lose these pounds? It's what is doing that? What is getting those results going to do for you? How's your life going to look different when that happens for you? And that's what we're all about helping you to discover. So if you have not heard the first four parts in this audio training series, go back and listen to those first because each one builds on the last. And the first one starts at episode 119. That's great info. I'm glad you dropped that in there. Yes. All right. So (laughs) we are talking today about step three in our signature system, the Power on Plant Success Path, and that is the food. How do you get the food right? And I'm just going to be honest, one of my favorite steps of all time, because they're all vitally important to you getting from where you are to where you want to go. But 
Who doesn't love the food if it's right? It's got to be right. (laughs) I mean, Jared and I said, when we started out on this path, we did not want food that tastes nasty. We like good food, right? I mean, it's a part of our story. Absolutely. You are the foodie in the family. I just happen to be blessed (laughs) to be going along on the ride. Now, I do not like disgusting food, but I will say as long as it's okay in the past, historically, I have still eaten it. It's kind of like a survival instinct, whereas Anita... She wants to enjoy it. It's an experience. And so, like I said, I've been the beneficiary of (laughs) It's just got to taste good. I want to have joy in my life. And if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to have joy. And we're all about finding plant-based joy. That's one of the things that makes us very different. It's not about you just learn how to eat these foods and get a few new recipes. Because the truth is, this is about so much more than the recipes. And it's not a bad thing. All in all. You need the recipes. Well, you need the recipes, and the food needs to to love you back, like we say. But why not enjoy it? Exactly. Why not set you, yourself up for success and it to be something that you enjoy for the mm-hmm. rest of your life? When we shared before, you know, when we started this journey, we started looking for, because we knew we wanted to get more fruits and vegetables. We knew that was key to our healing, and we wanted to find recipes that, that used more fruits and vegetables that went low on or had no oils at all, which really that's now, obviously, that's our goal, no oil at all, low salt, um, and just none of the eggs, meat, dairy, all of those things we knew were causing inflammation in our body and causing us to have the problems that we were having. So looking for those recipes, when I got so frustrated was the fact that I'd pull up recipes. I'd spend all this time looking for one, finally find one I wanted to try. If I could understand and find all of the ingredients and get it made, it would end up taking a long time. A lot of times they were just difficult recipes. And I like to sometimes get in the kitchen and cook, but I don't have time for that every day for it to be this long drawn out process. And if you're like me, you don't either. And so as busy women, we've got to be able to have it be quick and be simple to do. And we got a message about that today that was pretty fun on our in our Facebook group. Um, one of the members was saying, you know, hey, I, I just love doing this. I love your uh, I have this Alfredo sauce that's in the cookbook. And it's like a garlic type of Alfredo, something like you might get at Olive Garden or one of the Italian restaurants where it's really cheesy and delicious, but no cheese. And she said, I'm serious. I made that in the pasta, had everything done with in what, 10 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. 10 minutes or less, I think is what she said. And she said, I just can't believe how simple this is. And I was telling her, this is one of the reasons we absolutely love this lifestyle because it's easy. And then she said, and I love that stuff. It's so delicious. So that's what we're all about. We say it all the time. And my response every time I hear that is I go, I know exactly. That's it. This is what we want people to know because that this food is delicious and it's easy and it's quick and it's just, you can do it. It's there. Mm -hmm. And it's enjoyable. And the thing is a lot of people just, it's such a shocker when you first discover it because... I think, like I said, when I was going and we would find these recipes and we'd cook them, it'd be a long drawn out process. But then you'd sit down to the table to eat the food and it tasted bad. I mean, I don't want my food to taste like cardboard or have to live on just salads or just zero point cabbage soup. I say that all the time. It's just that's not going to bring me joy. But if it wasn't bad, a lot of times it was just lackluster. Yeah, You would eat and you think, eh, it's okay, but it doesn't really inspire me. It doesn't make my taste buds sing. Well, and when you're moving from foods that you absolutely love, 
and you're moving to new foods that maybe you're not used to eating, you've got to know certain things to make it work for you. And that's why it's about so much more than just the recipes, right? So what you need to know under this step three, and we're just going to share some of the things that we feel like are key But there are more things that we teach under this in our membership. But these are some of the big keys, the things that you've got to understand, the real life things. How do you make this work on a regular basis? So the first thing I think of is food formulas. Like you've got to know what to make when you don't even have time for a recipe. Like if I'm running the door and I've been going on this errand and that errand and I've been, you know, taking the kids here and there and I'm coming home and it's late what in the world am I going to eat? Well, I'm going to grab a food formula and I'm going to make it happen. Now you're saying food formula. This sounds very intellectual and complex. What do you mean by food formula? I mean, throwing together a meal into a bowl or onto a plate in 15 minutes or less and getting it on the table and having it smiles all around. Everybody's happy. They're full. They're full. They're satisfied. And there are no complaints. So it sounds like A plus B plus C equals dinner. You just throw some stuff together. So we're not talking about That's exact uh, an eighth of a teaspoon of this plus yeah. a quarter of a teaspoon of that and two no cups measuring. of this. No a lot of the food formulas are like grain bowls. We'll take a handful of this and a handful of that. Approximations. Right. It doesn't have to be an exact science. I think that's where we have that mindset with cookbooks that it's all this food chemistry mm-hmm. and it's it's not quite that specific. It can right. be almost more, you know, just hands-on, dirty, getting in the kitchen and get it done. Exactly. That is it. So that's food formulas. The and that's what your, well, that's what your parents did. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. never, ever saw them use a recipe, Mm-mm. ever. And everything they made was amazing. And people will hear that and they'll think, oh, cooking's like Latin to me. You know, I will never know how to do that. But if you have a simple formula for how to do that, You can easily do it. You just got to know how. It's not some big secret or some big difficult thing you've got to go to culinary school for. It really is just living real life. Like, how do I get a really healthy dinner on the table fast that'll fuel my body well, that'll make everybody feel amazing, that's going to prepare my children for a really solid future because they're going to, their bodies are going to grow better. They're going to think more clearly. I mean, mental clarity has been proven time and time again. Brain fog goes away with this. You know, your kids are going to hit their teen years and they're not going to have the acne struggles that they would have had if they didn't eat this way. I mean, we have a 17 year old, we have a 15 year old and a 13 year old and our youngest is nine. But just talking about the teenagers and the preteen years, people ask us all the time, What do we do for our kids? How do we treat their acne? And asking our daughter, I mean, she has an online business and they're always asking her, she's on video and they're going, what do you do? What's your skincare routine? And she said, mom, I just laugh because I don't know what to tell them. I mean, I don't have a skincare routine. I just eat healthy foods. And it's amazing what you put into your body can have such an effect on what the outside of it is like, including skin disorders even. So yes, having great recipes is super important, but you've got to have ones that are easy to do, a short list of ingredients, right? That doesn't take you years to get it on the table and that you're happy with the final result. It tastes good. And they're going to taste better and better and better as you go to the point where those are the things you're going to want and think about when you think about Oh, I'm hungry. What should I eat? Now, do you mean that it's because you're used to those recipes or is it because that your skill gets better and better and you don't have to think and it's just almost autopilot where... Actually, what I meant was your body, your taste buds change. So your body gets used to 
those foods and that's just what you crave. But yeah, skills do get better. It gets easier, but honestly, it doesn't take a lot of skill. It's just learning those simple steps to take. And, you know, I've had recipes before where I had to try to get all these foreign ingredients I didn't understand and try to put 20 of them into a recipe. And that's kind of difficult. Well, I know for us a long time ago, too, when we would eat meat and dairy, there would be several steps to the meal where you might have to saute the chicken breast and then you might have to do the the dairy based sauce Mm -hmm. and then you have this step and that step whereas now a lot of these things are done either at the same time or they're all together in the same instant pot Mm -hmm. you just throw it together boop hit go it's done i know it's amazing how freeing it can be so you want those good recipes you've got to have the ones that work and that you're happy with but then you've got to have food formulas For the times when you don't even have time for a recipe, you don't have time to measure anything out or go to the store or whatever. You've got to know how to make those foods that you can throw together really fast without a recipe. I just thought of an example for that. This would be almost like your equivalent of I'm ordering a pizza because you could order a pizza and it's going to take you 30, 40 minutes for it to come. Yes. Whereas with some of these things that you can throw together, you can just throw them together and it's quick 10, 15 minutes, and Done. you're eating faster than you would otherwise, mm-hmm. but you're eating better, and you're eating the foods that love you back to energize your body. You feel great, and then you can do all the stuff you want to do, and that's the big thing we keep talking about, because if you're shut down because your body has no energy, like we were talking about the car with fuel before, if you don't have the fuel to fuel your body, you can't do what you want to do. All right, so what is then one of the next steps that we absolutely love teaching replacement foodology. This is huge. This is knowing exactly how to replace your ingredients that you love. Those simple substitutions that will never disappoint. Like for me, it was cheese. I love cheese. I loved heavy, creamy soups like bisque and chowders and things like that. Um, A creamy potato soup or creamy broccoli cheese soup, things like that. I loved... um, I just cream on, I got sour cream on my potato. Like, how do you get those dairy replacements? And then what if you like sausage on your pizza and that's your favorite? What are you going to eat now? We're talking about all those ingredients that you just love, that you need to have simple subs for. I mean, one of the big things we get asked all the time is how do you cream your coffee? I mean, I cannot find a coffee sub. I'm putting nut milk in my coffee. Well, the reason the nut milk waters down your coffee and it doesn't taste good is number one, it probably has only a couple of nuts in that whole entire carton and the rest of the carton is water and additives. So if you can learn an easy way to make nut milk in your own home or straight into your coffee, where you're not adding a bunch of water to it let me tell you something you get plant-based joy it's creamy it's delicious it's satisfying you're not going to miss it you're not going to miss the old way not at all and then so those replacements that we call it replacement foodology but that is key to finding plant-based joy knowing how to replace those ingredients but what's next what's after that now you've got the ingredients now you need recipe upgrades. This is taking your old favorite recipes and replacing a few little ingredients in it or tweaking it in a certain way so that it makes you feel amazing, but you still get those same flavors and things that satisfy you, those same meals you love. Well, this falls under that instead of I can't, more of that how can I, because mm-hmm. you may come across a recipe or have a recipe that is yours, it's an old favorite, but it has one or two ingredients in it that you say, okay, 
this is now a recipe that does not love me back. Mm-hmm. Well, all's not lost. You, you you don't lose the whole thing because of that one ingredient. Yeah. When you know how exactly. to, to make those replacements, and that's replacement foodology, mm-hmm. or at least one of the main tenets of replacement foodology. So it's not like... Hey, what am I going to have now? I love barbecue sandwiches. Well, I can't have those anymore. And I love potato salad. Mom's homemade potato salad. She always made when we went out to the to picnics and to the um, potluck meals and stuff. Oh, I just love that. I can't have that anymore. I love banana pudding, matcha lattes. Oh, I love creamy dressings like blue cheese and ranch and Thousand Island and lasagna with that cheesiness and ooey gooeyness pot pies. I love, oh, I said creamy broccoli soup before. That's one I was thinking of again, but I do love that. You know, what about brownies. I love brownies or brownie batter hummus, something to dip apples in. What am I going to dip my apples in? What am I, how am I going to eat all these things that I love? This is making recipe upgrades. But if you think about, I'm going on another diet and now, and this diet is going to keep me from eating those things that I love. How are you ever going to make that last long term? You can't because you're going to go crazy hangry. And then you're going to go nuts on those foods when you are around them because you're not satisfied with the ones that you have and you don't know how to replace them in a way that you enjoy. And you're also stripping away those things that you enjoy. And then if you don't replace them, you're left with nothing. You're left with this hole. And what are you going to think about? Cheat you're going to think about it. Well, <laughs> yes, cheat days. days. But you're going to think about all these things that you've just gotten rid of. Right. It's like if I say you could never have chocolate cake ever again. What That's just you, cruel, dude. What are That's you going to think about all the time? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, chocolate cake. Well, we have a recipe for an amazing chocolate it's cake. It's incredible. We just, yeah. ha- like we say, we just have it in a better way. Right. you got to put something better back in its place. And that's not something we eat every day because I'm not no. going to tell you it's the healthiest food in the world, but it is so much healthier than what we, the way we used to eat it. I don't get the sugar hangovers from it. Do you? No. No. I mean, we used to feel awful and just crash and burn after we ate a dessert and we don't get that anymore. Or get that sugar headache. Mm-hmm. And we don't get it. And it tastes absolutely wonderful. It's moist. It's not, you know, you think about a healthy chocolate cake. That's going to be hard as a brick. I mean, we eat light chocolate cake. We And it's moist. We eat biscuits. I mean, you can make biscuits eating like this. And they're light and fluffy. And they're made with whole grain flour. I mean, how do you do that? These are the things you've got to learn. You've got to learn it because that's how, how it works for the long term. Now, I'm going to tell on us. We uh, did actually have the chocolate cake recently. But that was because we had a string of birthdays all in the same week. Woohoo! You're telling our, on us. Yes, in our last episode, Anita divulged <laughs> that I had turned the big five zero. He was the old man. For I a was day. the old man. Well, Anita has joined my ranks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> but honestly, but you don't I, look a day over forty nine, sweetheart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was going to be a compliment. Now I think you're in trouble. <laughs> But honestly, I have to say, and this is one of the things that is just amazing about this lifestyle. When I hit 40, I was a mess. That's probably when I was in my worst shape. Yeah, you were on that that, that plain nosedive down. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. I would not go back to 40 if I could, if I had to go back in the state I was in. I was miserable. I was carrying extra pounds. I was having vascular problems. I was exhausted all the time. And that was the worst part, the hurting and the exhaustion, because I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. And I felt like I was just missing out on my life. And that's a terrible feeling to have. So at 50, I can honestly tell you, with the pounds gone and they've stayed off and I haven't had to be on a diet or do something miserable I hate, I just I found a way to live that I love. 
And I love sharing it with others. And that's why we're doing what we're doing today. I mean, it is definitely a labor of love. It's a lot of work for us to take what we know and translate it into something that works for other people. But we love it because we're getting these texts and we're getting these calls and we're hearing all the changes that other people are getting. And we don't ever want to see somebody else in the place that we were in. It was so miserable. And to be able to say that 10 years later, I'm in better shape. My skin's clear. I feel better. I have to force myself to go to bed at night. I mean, what a blessing that is. Well, and we have people that look at pictures of us from 10 years ago and compare them to the way we look now, and they feel like we look better now at 50 than we did at 40. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode. Yeah, that's it's that is very encouraging. But just the way I feel is huge. Well, and to what you just said a moment ago about getting all the the reports and the exciting text. And I think what makes it so exciting for us is the fact that it's not just a managing of a symptom. It's actually a healing of the root problem. Well, I mean, it's really like what, what we've always wanted to do, right, babe? I mean, that's what we've always wanted to do. So the reason you became a physician assistant, the reason I became an RN, the reason you went on to get certified in lifestyle medicine, the reason I went on to get certified as an integrative nutrition health coach, right? We've always, ever since we were young and first went to school, this is what our heart's desire has always been is to help people find healing. And now we have it, actually have a way that people are finding healing, you know, and it happened for us and it's happening for other people. And they're telling it us and we're seeing them change like right before our eyes. It was like watching a flower open for the first time, you know, and you know that flower's just been sitting there just waiting to bloom. And all of a sudden, right before your eyes, it's in full bloom. And you're going, this is amazing. You know, I'm just, I'm so grateful that we've been able to figure this out and that the father has been able to use us to help other people along in their journey. But we're talking about making recipe upgrades. So getting those foods you like, pizza, tacos, burgers, all those things we mentioned, figuring out how do you eat those in a different way. It's like we've talked about before. It's you go from that mindset of I can't have it to how can I? Exactly. And you learn a new way that you love that tastes great. And I like to say it tastes as good or even better because a lot of times what we have now tastes even better to us than it did before. And that's hard to believe when you're in the dieting mindset and you're thinking, oh, I've got to find another miserable way to finally try to cure myself or lose these pounds. And it just, it doesn't have to be that way. And it shouldn't be that way if you want to find something that's going to last and work for you long term. Because if it's not enjoyable, it's not going to last. You won't do it. All right, and the next key under foods is flavor profiles. This is finding all of your favorite flavors on a regular basis, getting to enjoy those, building those into the recipes you love. You know, we talk about sometimes, and I don't know, I mean, if you haven't been with us for a while, you may have never heard this, I've got to share it again. But you think about how back in the day when we ate meat or when we ate things like that, animal products, would we ever just have eaten a plain boiled chicken breast. Drop it in the water, boil it, drop it on our plate. I would say never. Or chicken leg. 
Will we ever just throw a piece of steak on a pan and put nothing on it? Most likely not. Not typically. No, no. I mean, we'd put all kind of marinades and all kind of stuff on that puppy Pepper, to make it taste good. Pepper, seasonings, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And oil rubs and all this stuff. And you're think about when you made a turkey for Thanksgiving or something. I mean, you're stuffing that thing full of stuff. You're sticking stuff under the skin. You're buttering it up. You're putting all those herbs and spices. And you're eating it with sauces. You're covering it with gravy. And you got to have your dressing with it. I mean, think about how you typically eat your food. It's got flavor, but it's not built into it. Although, With plants, it is built in. I mean, you already start with this base of flavor that meat just doesn't have. Well, a lot of the flavors in the meats are coming from the plants. A lot of the herbs and seasoning and spices that you put on it, it, in it, around it, whatever. Isn't that interesting? It comes from the plant. You just blew my mind right there. Yeah, because I was thinking, (laughs) you know, in my mind, I'm thinking it comes from the herbs and spices and thing you're putting on it. But I'm not sitting here thinking it comes from those are plants. Those right. are plants. So you're seasoning your meats and your animal products with plants. But when you eat plants and then you season them with more plants, you're just get you're starting with the base of flavor and then you're bumping up the flavor, which is I think why a lot of times it can taste better. Not just as good, but better. And then as your taste buds change, which they do, your taste perceptions completely change to where you'll be eating something and you'll think, I've never known broccoli was really sweet before. I mean, it's really sweet. I've never tasted that before. That's amazing. And all of a sudden, everything starts tasting better. And then your cravings will also change. Mm-hmm. That's true. What you Well, and sometimes, a lot of the times you don't even crave stuff anymore. I mean, sometimes you almost have to remind yourself to eat because your body's so satisfied. You reach a point down the road where you get busy and you think, I haven't had these cravings that I couldn't get rid of, so I had to go you know, stuff food in my mouth for 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it, you just lose that. And that's what our friend Brenda calls food freedom. I was freedom. thinking the same that's, thing, food you know, freedom. Free. It does, food doesn't have that hold on you anymore that it used to have. So this is about getting those fantastic flavors in there. You're going to put on the herbs, the spices. You're going to learn how to make simple sauces and dressings and all those things that you loved before. You're just not going to do them in the same way with the same exact ingredients because you want to learn to get those foods on there that are going to fuel your body well from the to the core so that then you're, it's able to give you the output of energy you need to do the things you need to do. Well, and also under the flavor profiles, what I want you to think of is like with Greek food, there's a certain combination of the herbs and spices that creates that type of flavor. Once you can get a good handle on that, then you can make anything taste Greek or Mexican or mm-hmm. Italian or barbecue or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. once you know what flavors go into creating that combination that's the profile there right. then you can make anything taste like that exactly and that's it i mean you nailed it that is exactly what flavor profiles are so you build those flavors around the types of foods that you like and you learn how to do that in a way that's easy where you're not looking at a recipe again you can take a pinch of this a pinch of that to get it to taste like you want and it's it's just not hard we even teach how do you take any recipe i mean how do you go online and take most any recipe and make it healthy how do you do that and how there's some ways that you can do that even without a recipe when you know these flavor profiles that was the point i was trying to make there but if you have ways to bring in most any recipe and you have a way to easily organize it 
and then a way to easily print out the um, shopping list on your phone or even you don't have to print it out. It's on your phone on this app. We absolutely love it's on your phone. Right. So the way that we organize this stuff is amazing because then once you can build these meal plans, this was the other thing we forgot to talk about is we provide weekly meal plan. But then after that, you need to learn how to make your own because what happens is you get in the thought process of I need somebody to tell me exactly what to make that's going to save me so much time. But how much time is it saving you when you don't like half the meals that are on the meal plan, that the meals on the meal plan take longer than what you're willing to spend, and you just leave it frustrated and with wasted money. So if you have one meal plan that shows you how to do it, and then you have somebody who can show you, hey, look, this is how you make your own easily by just grabbing a recipe off the internet, tweaking it very simply, this is what you do, and that thing, that app, that wonderful system takes and creates shopping lists for you. It will actually, you know, allow you to pull in and just create your own quick week. You just drag it over. Yeah, you oh. just drag it and throw it on the calendar in there and then yeah. it'll create the shopping list and all that for you. Here are my favorite recipes. And also it keeps you from forgetting the things you've tried. When you're building your new recipe chest of new recipes that you love, the things that you love, I call it like a treasure chest. And you've got all of these recipes now, these new ones that you like. You forget the ones that you tried two weeks ago. But if you've got this one place that you put them and you're dragging them into a meal rotation, if you like using meal plans, you know, some people don't like using meal plans and that's okay too. But if you're the kind of person who likes to be organized and likes having a meal plan, this is how you do it, where you're guaranteed that you're going to like the foods that are on your meal plan and you don't have to keep spending your money having somebody else give you a meal plan that you might like just a couple of the recipes on. And something else with the meal plan is learning how to coordinate the recipes so that they flow together. It's kind of like we talked about yesterday's leftovers becoming Mm -hmm. today's masterpiece. So let's say you make some beans. You make a big pot of beans. Mm -hmm. Well, you make extra. Then you roll that over into tomorrow's chili or something of that nature. I love it. That way... You're prepping today's meal, but it makes tomorrow's meal easier. Mm -hmm. So when you're making these meal plans yourself then you have this this system that just works for you. You get you're getting me so excited over here because uh, my mind's going crazy <laughs> right now because you just mentioned make a pot of beans and I'm like you can make this and that and this and that. I mean, Jared mentioned chili. I mean, there are a ton of things you can do if you just threw a few extra beans into that instant pot before you press start. And you knew how to make those extra things or how to store them in a way that you could use them in the future. But I mean, you can use them in a variety. I mean, just off the top of my head, you can serve beans. um, Like if you did black beans, you could serve black beans and salsa on your potato with a creamy sauce. If you like sour cream or or cheese or something like that on your potato. Or you could just leave it off because black beans and salsa are amazing on a potato. But I mean, there's just, you can make a grain bowl. Like you mentioned the grain bowls before and throw beans into your your grain bowl. So you've got your grain, your beans, your vegetables, uh, your amazing sauces, and just all those different things on there. Or with garbanzos. Now, a lot of times you'll make them with onion and other spices, but if you know ahead of time, I'm going to make extra, and then I'm going to use it for the brownie batter hummus that we make and not put the onion in it, then boom, you've got a dessert or a healthy snack or however you want to use it. 
Or if you're going to season it up to be more savory when you make those and you know you're not going to be making brownie batter hummus, you could make something or you can even use the plain ones too in things like salads. I mean, you want a salad to be filling. So you're going to put those in your salad. So you can have a lot of time savings with this type of strategy. It's just amazing what you can do with all these different things. I mean, it's easy to whip up a homemade hummus in like five minutes or less. It's that easy. And we just love it. We love dipping veg in that. That's good. Or it's great for a a sauce on your sandwich. Okay, I could go on and on on just the (laughs) beans alone, right? So I don't want to overwhelm you. We've given you a couple of little tips there that you can go and start using. And before long, your life just changes. If you're thinking... I don't even know how to make a pot of beans. Never fear. We treat, we teach that. We're all about learning those simple ways to do things. But a pot of beans is something you definitely need to know how to do. Now, am I saying you never want to use canned beans? You always want to make homemade? No, because we have some canned beans available at all times. Because if you're in a hurry and for some reason you just didn't make that pot of beans ahead of time or you don't have... 30 minutes to wait or an hour for them to cook in the Instant Pot, depending on what kind you're making. Or another very pertinent example would be we have three teenagers and they ate all the beans and didn't tell us. <laughs> that's that's even more likely, right? You are yes. so nailed it. I mean, you're so right. That is exactly what Well, happens. I'm a parent, but I've also been a teenage boy, so I understand it from both sides. <laughs> that is it. And these are just a few of the things that we touch on when we teach people how to Get the food right. What do you do? I mean, because it is funny, we only think about the recipes, but there's so much more around food. How do you make the food work for you so you're not slaving over the food? Now, how do you save time? How do you make it work with your budget? Things like that. Those are some of the other steps that we're going to be going into. And you may be hearing all this thinking, again, it's overwhelming, but it's not. I mean, a lot of these strategies are simple. It's just you implement one. Then you go to the next step, and then you incorporate that one. Right. And before you know it, you're, you're a, a guru in the kitchen. Right. And that's why we believe so strongly in not just overwhelming people with so much information. I mean, you just need a couple of steps, right? And that's what we do in Inside the Membership. We do that, where we take people through this journey of going through these steps piece by piece. It's one step, next step, next step, next step. And then you don't learn everything under that one step. We've shared a lot of different things with you under food. And we teach about a lot more things under food, but we don't teach about all those things in the same day or even the same week. We teach several, and then you can pick and choose which ones you want to implement. And then the next time we circle back around through the success path, we're going to teach more things. And then you're going to pick up the things that you missed the first time around. We're talking about that today. It happens when we're learning something new. Oh, yes. Even with us, the same thing. Yeah. When we're learning something new around food or around anything else for that matter. You know, if you go in somewhere and you're just so overwhelmed because there's so much information, what happens? You don't get anything done. You don't get any success in what you're doing because you're so overwhelmed because there's just too much information. You don't know what to do with it. It's it can just shut you down. So we're all about making it simple making it healthy, making it delicious. And I have had so much fun talking about the food today. Now I want to go eat some beans. Actually, I just love them so much. But you have to learn kind of how do you love them, right? And how do you get them in a way that works with more than just one meal? I mean, that's huge for women who are when we're trying to save time and money, I can take a pot of beans and I can make know how to make 15, 20 different meals in my mind off of that. 
boom. I mean, you just got a whole system that make, that works for you in your life. So today we're talking about step three of the success path, which is all about enjoying the food. It's one of our favorite parts. We love this part. The foodie in me loves this part. Okay, so what do we talk about today under enjoying the food? These are some of the steps that are critical. So first we talk about recipes. You've got to have really great recipes. They've got to be easy. They've got to taste good. And they've got to work with your busy lifestyle. So recipes aren't the only thing though, right? So next we moved into the food formulas. What do I do when I don't even have time to measure stuff out? I don't even have time for a recipe. And that is the next thing you need to learn. Then replacement foodology. Well, how do I know exactly what to use to substitute for this ingredient that I absolutely love? Like for me, it was cheese. For you, it might be sausage or whatever it is that you just absolutely love. Bacon then you've got to learn how to do that. You need those great ingredients that make you smile. Then recipe upgrades. How do you take your old favorite dishes like pizzas, tacos, burgers, and have them in a new way that fuels your body well that you like even better a lot of times than the way you used to eat them before? All right, so they're going to taste just as good or even better, but they're going to fuel your body well. And that is making recipe upgrades. And then the next step we talked about, having flavor profiles, building those flavor profiles that you used to love, getting the right, like Jared talked about, American food, Chinese food. I like... um I like Indian food. Like, how do I make that? What spices, what seasonings, what flavors do I need to put into my food to get those flavors that I love? And then simple meal plans. Like, if I like to meal plan and I like to be organized in that way, how do I do that? You need to know how to do that in a way that works for you. And those are the main things. Was there anything else that you can think of that we talked about? I think we ended on. No, I think you covered all that. I think that's it. And then Jared touched on something that I just love where we teach about taking yesterday's leftovers and turning it into today's masterpiece. So you make enough, you make extra, and then you take it and you're going to turn it into something else amazing and use it again and again for a couple of days, or you can freeze it, save it, and use it at a later time. We have loved being with you today. It's been so much fun sharing about food. If you have any questions about food, drop us an email at podcast at poweronplants.com yes and we will look forward to hearing from you and seeing what your questions are you know we may even make a podcast episode for you around whatever your question is and we may even just give you a shout out we'll say your name on the the virtual air the virtual air (laughs) all right have a great day sister and we will look forward to seeing you on the next part where we're going to be sharing about how do you balance your plate What do you do when you kind of got the food right now? You know some of the strategies and the tips and things around what to eat. Now, how do you get it balanced? How do you make sure you're getting enough protein? How do you make sure that you're doing all those things to balance your plate so that you can find success? And that's what we're talking about on the next episode. And we'll look forward to seeing you there. 